I'm Zim, and this is the Helpful Photographer Podcast, in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. I've received a lot of questions about photographing birds lately, and since I pretty much have no experience in this area of photography, I've decided to invite our very own Allison Precious to join me in today's podcast. Allison is a photographer based in Gravesend, England, and is a standing member of the British Royal Photographic Society, and she's an amazing bird photographer. Hey, Allison, how you doing? Hi, Zim. Good, thank you. You? Good. How are things in Gravesend? Uh, very dark. It gets very dark in the winter quickly, so um, we have very short days, which is quite sad, really. <laughs> so less shooting time, in other words. Yeah, less shooting time, less... Um, Less time outside. And that's why I don't live there. <laughs> hey, so as you know, the reason I'm calling you today is to get some advice for beginning bird photographers. You're our resident expert on shooting birds, and I know that you've been doing it for years and years, and you've spent ridiculous numbers of hours out in the field. So I'm wondering, what is the most important piece of advice you can give to our listeners about how to shoot birds if they're just starting out? If you're just starting out, the thing to do is, is start simple. The very first thing you need to do is get yourself a bird identification book where you can learn their habits, what time of the year they're in certain places, what they like to eat, where you're going to find them. And so I suggest really the best place to start is in your own backyard. There's loads of different bird foods available to everybody now, and it depends what sort of birds you you want to attract to your garden. But, you know, if you're going to attract tits, they like seeds. Blackbirds like raisins. Parakeets like peanuts. And that's recently I've had a pair of parakeets come into my garden, and uh, so I've stocked up all the feeders on peanuts, and they're now regular visitors, so that's good. Okay, wait a second. Parakeets are native to England? They are now, yes. Apparently they came over from Spain. They hit all the coastal resorts first, but they're gradually creeping inland. Wow. So, in other words, your main piece of advice here, your first piece of advice is do your homework. Exactly. You need to know their habits, what they like to do, what they don't like to do, what food they want. Definitely get a book. And you're saying, let's start in your backyard. And this is great because we're heading into winter. And honestly, I really don't want to go out in the forest and sit in the forest too long because I'm in the Northeast and it's kind of cold out there. So we can start attracting local birds to our own backyards if we know what the local birds like to eat. That's exactly it. Yeah, you need to put the right food down for what birds you want to attract. I mean, goldfinch are lovely birds, but they only eat one thing like nidia seeds. So you need to put the right food down to attract the sort of birds that you want. And water. Water is very important as well. They like to drink and they like to bath. So I put a big saucer down in a place where I know I'm going to get a good photo if the light's right. And they, they learn it's there and they will come back time and time again. So in other words, your backyard bird restaurant has to have good food and good drink for the birds. Is that right? That's exactly it. And not only that, mine get good dog hair because when the blue tits were nesting in the, my nest box I have in my garden, luckily I get visitors every year to that. The dog hair is like a lining for their nest. So I 
place the hair into the hedge, wait for the blue tit to come along, shot a few shots, and I got one of those shots published in the Country File magazine. So I was really, really pleased with that. Oh, that's great. But I, never mind that. Where the heck are you getting dog hair? Off my dog. I've got a Springer Spaniel <laughs> called Alice. Okay, so in She's order to shoot birds, I also need a dog? <laughs> You're probably better off without the dog. You know, you want to catch the bird, and in the garden, which is quite small, you know, she puts them off. But then saying that, when I am out in the field and I'm looking for where birds are, she flush them out for me. Oh, that's so great. there's pros and cons to that. In other words, your backyard bird restaurant, you're not only just providing food, but you're providing shelter for the birds too. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> so here's another question for you. What about cat hair? Can you use cat hair? Uh, I suppose so. I mean, where I go over the marshes, there's lots of ponies, so I often pick up horses' hair. Anything furry, they, they like to line their nest with. Because, you know, like 50% of all households in the United States have cats. So oh, I right. Yeah, so I think yeah, that well, would be so a really... I'm sure that cat hair would work just as well as uh, dog or horse hair. Uh, one other thing. So where you're putting your feeder and your water up, are you looking at lighting at all and positioning that for optimal light? Yes, I do do that. Um, I also make sure they've got a safe place to go in and out to the feeders. So they like a bit of cover. So if you park it up against a hedge, they can nip into the hedge or by a tree, they're nipping and out, out of the tree. But yeah, I always position mine for the light as well. Okay, so food, shelter, and atmosphere. Exactly right. <laughs> no, they're happy. Wow, they are picky critters, aren't they? <laughs> and some birds you only get for a couple of months a year. So like the cuckoos, they come in May, they've gone by June. Also, waxwings, I mean, there's no point if you're looking for a waxwing in the summer because they're a winter visitor. This is why I can't stress how important a good bird guide is. Cool. I think Plus, that... if you're out and you see one and uh, you can't identify it, take a shot of it. When you go home, put it on your computer and then you can identify it with that really good bird book that you bought. So that'll help ensure success next time because now you know what you got and you can get ready and make sure that you have everything prepared for that bird. That's right. Any last bits of advice? No, not really. You just need to um, be patient, attract the birds. Uh, once they know food's there, they, they will come time and time again. So you need to be a regular, you know, it's no good topping up all your feeders on a Monday. They're empty by Wednesday and you don't do it again until the following week. You know, the birds won't be happy with that. You know, they need a constant supply if you're going to keep the birds in your garden. So, in other words, you need a really high Yelp rating for your bird restaurant. You do. <laughs> Good deal. I think we got it. Study the birds. Make sure they have everything they need, food, shelter, atmosphere, and make sure everything is in a good spot for you to take the shot and go from there. That's right, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go out, shoot for a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some technical questions. Is it okay if I call you again and get those questions answered? Oh, of course. I'm all for educating people about birds. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Cheers, Sam. Thank you. All right, bye.